all NBA. For all NBA Warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. Wow, Justin. We talked about the game. We talked about, you know, some scenarios for the Warriors and also, you know, other stuff around the league. But I'm just sort of curious, you know, I was I was really thinking about it, like just so much has happened to the Warriors this year. And, and we've touched on it a little bit, but I'm just wondering like, and let's approach this from two directions. I'm wondering what the Warriors are gonna look like after this season. So if they win, what they look like after this season, and if they lose, what they look like. Because I feel like there's gonna be, if they lose, I can I sort of feel like there might be an overreaction to like them losing. Um, but if they win, like at the end, are we gonna be saying that's it? Or is like ownership gonna be like, all right, we need to go all in and like properly support the team this year? Like, I don't know. Like, you know, I, I we talked already before in the past about what this would mean for Steph's legacy with this team, you know, on the broadcast, it was interesting because um, Jeff Van Gundy was like, you know, he, you know, it's, it's really interesting with the media now that they don't write off the Warriors anymore. Like they've mm-hmm. learned their lesson. So like, I've heard all of them for the most part being like, the Warriors can probably still like get in it. But he was saying that, you know, he thinks the top three teams are in the East and he would put, you know, consider all them prohibitive favorites over like a Warriors. But he was like, but I thought the same last year about Boston. Like, you know, so because he's like, it would be like not an upset, but like a, a shock if they pulled it off in one. He's like, but then I thought the same thing last year. And I still really laugh about like how many people really thought like Boston was like so superior to the Warriors. It doesn't make sense to me. So we talked about what it would mean for, for Steph's legacy in light of everything that's happened this season. Um, if he could pull this off. And we'll, we'll obviously talk and have that conversation again. But I'm just wondering what the Warriors are going to look like after it's all said and done in, in any scenario. So what do you think? Um, That's a good question. Um, If they lose, I can definitely see a scenario in which the team, the core itself kind of splits a little bit. Um, Obviously, Draymond is on the bubble. He's on the he's on the fringe. Um, whether or not he wants to accept his player option, whether or not they decide to trade him once he accepts his player option. Um, Bob Myers still hasn't extended and all this type of stuff. And is and he out um, here doing just, interviews with J. Cole, so. Right. He's doing podcast episodes with, with J. Cole. And <laughs> it's just, <laughs> it's weird. I mean, now there's like little very small rumors that he's like looking at other avenues or other other you know, employment options and stuff like that. So that's always a thing. If if Bob, either Bob or Draymond or both could be the first domino falling to like some huge shakeup within the, uh, within the franchise, especially if they lose. Now, if they win, I would assume the, you know, back to back, they're going to be like, all right, we're going to bring back 
the guys, right? We're going to bring back everybody and see if we can make it happen again for a three-peat um, because, like, that would just be completely idiotic or just unprecedented for them to break a team up after going back-to-back like that. Uh, I do I think, think either what way. Does that mean? What does that mean for the development of, like, a Jordan Poole and mm-hmm. a Jonathan Kaminga? Like, how long can you keep those guys, like, behind the others? And I get it. For purposes of the, this team, they're not better and they don't deserve the spots over those guys, but you are stunting their growth in some capacity. Yeah. I think for Jonathan, since he still has two years left on his rookie deal after this season, it's, it's fine. Right. If he, by the time he's extension eligible, by the time he's like ready to take that next leap, um, potentially the team could look a little bit different, right? You never know what can happen from now to almost, what is that? 2026 would be his first season post um rookie deal so that could look really different but jordan it's kind of getting to that point where it's like all right he already signed his extension so he's he's making star level money at this point but he's still coming off the bench he's still not finishing games stuff like that so that can definitely be a little bit problematic and you know it's not out of the realm of possibility that they look for options you know to move him in the summer or he might be looking for options to move himself in the summer just because he wants a bigger role um it would be kind of weird but not unprecedented if he did that after they won a championship because at that point it would be like i've won two championships i got my money now i want to ascend to uh, stardom really um so that's something definitely to monitor I, i think jordan draymond and bob are like the three pieces to really look at everybody else i'm, I'm pretty sure they're stable where they are um, as far as the core, and Steve then I think, yeah, I think Kerr is not going anywhere. Like, <laughs> I think as long as Steph is playing, he's going to coach. He's going to coach the Warriors. Um, so he don't know then, that Steph is as good as he is, but yet he want to hitch his wagon to Steph. <laughs> I think he do know Steph as good as he is. That's why he tries some of the stuff that he tries because he knows Steph is going to bail him out. No, he really doesn't. He might know now, but up until they beat the Celtics, he didn't know. He didn't know. That's true. He said said some things over the years, too, that kind of was a little bit, not shady, but just a little bit like uh, ignorant. They were shady. They were shady. I mean, when I hear shady, I think it was was intentional. I don't think he was intentionally trying to, like, you know what I'm saying, undermine stuff. I thought he, I think he legitimately thought these other guys were better than Steph, <laughs> which is just weird. Um, but yeah, I think regardless whether they win or lose, they're, they're probably going to take a more serious approach to helping the core. Like now, I don't think they're going to be interested in adding any more like young players and stuff like that. Um, but I also thought that after they won the championship last year and they added two more rookies. So <laughs> I could be wrong about that, but, but this season I think looks the wise very differently. So for sure, especially with the Wiseman pivot, they might be like, all right, here y'all go. Like more vets. Is there anything whatever. we can do to keep Dante? I want to keep Dante. I mean, if Jordan and Draymond go, <laughs> if they both go, that's fifty. What kind of million. money do you think he's commanding? Dante? Yeah. Probably a Caruso level. So around 10 mil. Probably a GP2 Caruso. Anywhere from nine to eleven mil annual, I think he'll he'll command that because he's shooting forty from three. 
He's obviously shown the ability to play on and off the ball. Even though he's not great on the ball, he can do some guard stuff. He's a good player. So I do think Dante is one of those players where he'll look better in Golden State than he would anywhere else. It's because Golden State allows him to play to all of his strengths, whether it be rebounding, doing all the connective passing stuff, defense, spotting up to shoot, um, playing fast. But that teams don't care about that. They just see, oh, he's playing well. He's shooting the three ball well. Right. Let's give him 10 mil. Like, so. 10 mil. Well, we'll see. I'm going to still keep putting it out there into the universe and maybe somehow they figure it out with Dante. Well, listen, this has been fun. It's been lovely, but um, I'm about to go get some sleep because I need it. It's been a long day for me. I believe it's been a long day for Justin as well. Um, the vibes are immaculate, and the Warriors got a win, a second win on the road. Hallelujah. So I think we can end with that word. <laughs> I think we just preached the gospel. <laughs> we did. Okay, can I get an amen? Can I get an amen, amen Justin? <laughs> amen. There we go. Look at that. Look at that. So listen, y'all, we appreciate you. We hope that y'all are as excited as we are. They going back home to Chase. There'll be a little two-day rest in there. You know, um, they'll have the crowd behind them, invigorate them some. So let's, 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 let's do the damn thing before they have to go back on the road one last time. Thank you for tuning into Golden Spaces. We appreciate you on this Odyssey original podcast. Make sure you're downloading. Make sure you're sharing with a friend or subscribing. Subscribe to 95.7 The Game's YouTube channel so that way you are alerted every time a new episode of Golden Spaces is, is um, added. Okay? You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Golden Spaces Pod. Share it. Tell people about it. Leave us a five-star rating. Leave us a positive review. We appreciate it. Until next time, guys, take care. <laughs>